Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 20 of Talking Jacks. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by this glass of red wine that I will be enjoying throughout the episode. Uh, ben, how are you this weekend? I am good. Uh, kind of hoping my water turns into wine. Maybe we'll get a miracle. Um, but I probably, yeah, that'd be interesting. But, uh, but I'm feeling really good, um, even though I don't have wine. I'm not going to feel, feel as good as you will later in this episode. <laughs> but yeah, um, interesting preseason game. Uh, yeah. Closing it out. Um, maybe not the top tier talent, as some other people have had this weekend. Um, interesting way of doing that, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling really good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, been pretty busy. Like you said yesterday, checked out the preseason action. And uh, I'm just really excited that this regular season is finally back. Yeah. This is basically week one. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're it, it, it's, it's game week. Yes. It is. It's so close. We can almost taste it. Mm-hmm. And the expansion at the Plex is going well. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much dirt being tilled up. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that works out. Um, as long as they have beer vendors, I think we'll be okay. If they don't have beer vendors, then uh, Jack's Militia will probably riot. Um, <laughs> a little bit, at least. But uh, but yeah, how how'd you feel about going into the, the preseason game? I guess the, the competition and... Uh, and the surprise we got at the very beginning, the, yeah. the certain, um, I think you know what I'm talking about. I do, yeah. I think, I hope. <laughs> so uh, we walked in and noticed that Meshach Jerome was starting beside Bilal Duckett at center yeah. back. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was not really aware until Kevin Chamberlain told me. Yeah. And so I don't. I never saw him play, so it's hard for maybe me not. to say. Okay, well then we're both. Yeah, or if I did, I don't necessarily yeah. remember him, which is maybe a good thing for a defender. But to say he's a fan favorite, uh, to be a returning player would be an understatement. I think yeah. he's like the one name that has been constantly tossed out all off season, yeah. like with the with the rumors and stuff going on about NASL, and now the news that NASL ceased operations for 2018. Yeah, I, he's been consistently. He's on, we got to sign Meshach Jerome. We got to sign mm-hmm. him. We got to get him. We got to get him back. Come back, you know. Yeah. And so it appears that we nothing's been announced. So yeah. um, there's a you know don't don't set this in stone. But it, <laughs> he did start and I believe played the whole game. Yeah, uh, he did. Yep. So um, I think it's safe to say he'll be there on Saturday mm-hmm. against it was, Ottawa. It was funny because I texted Chris Davis um, because I know he wanted to get updates and random things because he wasn't able to attend. And he just sent me a bunch of random letters. It was just incoherent of one long word of gibberish, um, as well as some expletives that I won't <laughs> say on the podcast because we haven't sworn this year yet. Um, but yeah, so that and he 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 the way he told me about Meshack was that he felt that he was not to say the duck is not a good defender, but Meshack was that much better. He was noticeably that higher of a talent. Um, so it's really nice because I was comfortable with Jungsu. I was okay with it. Um, but to have Meshack back, a fan favorite, um, it's really comforting because now we have depth at center back position. But, um, but back to the preseason game. Yeah, we do um, have uh, – I think that's a theme that will come about about this preseason game and just this the, – when we get to the roster construction part of the podcast, I think that's 
that's a theme that's popping up is depth. Yeah. Um, so, you know, let's take a step back and just kind of go over the what happened. Yeah. Um, the Independents won 2-1 against Old Dominion University, mm-hmm. the Monarchs. The Monarchs, even though there's a lion in their uh, emblem. still don't understand that. But. Is, uh, see, you were confused by this. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm an idiot. An idiot, excuse me. Uh, is a lion not like a symbol of monarchy? Um, like royalty, I, I feel really stupid right now. Okay, yeah, good. Because he's got a crown. Yeah, I'm okay. gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna own up to that stupidity. Well, um, I'm just glad that I'm not the stupid one <laughs> well, for once. It, it didn't take very long for me to uh, admit my um, dumbness. I guess you could say that was a stupid way of saying that. But, uh, but yeah. So we we played them. Um, and do you want to go over the starting eleven? Yeah, we'll go, than go over the, the starting line. course. So there was a couple other surprises. I thought. Surprise, yeah, and I think um, this is kind of at least last year they used the final preseason game as as a you know basically a dress rehearsal, yep. if you will, for the season opener. So I would not be surprised if we see the exact eleven that came out, but I also wouldn't be surprised to see one or two changes as well. Oh yeah. Um, okay. So in in goal we had uh, newcomer Andrew Dykstra. Mm-hmm. Um, then from uh, starting with the center backs we had Duckett and Jerome. And then Joel Johnson at right back, Donnie Smith at left back. No surprise there. Uh, Kevon George at the holding midfielder. Greg Jordan slotted in at the mm-hmm. other holding midfielder. A little surprised by that. That was a, that was a bit of a surprise, but obviously Jan Ekra uh, is not 100%. He didn't yeah. see any time. He wasn't even dressed. Was uh, I, I don't know. He was wearing those fancy new track suits that the team has. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and then at the... Of course, at the attacking midfielder was Jorge Herrera. Mm-hmm. On the two wings were uh, Jake Ehrman mm-hmm. on the left, I believe. And yeah, left. Mm-hmm. Cordell Cato was on the right, newcomer. Yep. Uh, just announced on Thursday, maybe? I, I think, believe so, yeah. By Jack's it was Militia. Teased on, like, yeah, Jack's Militia did a great job with that. Yeah, but they teased it like a week before. <laughs> they it did. Like, it felt like at least. And no. then uh, starting up top was Caleb Calvert. Caleb Calvert. Uh, it was... A lot different lineup that started the NCFC game a couple weeks Very prior. Different. Yeah, and so, in my opinion, they started out with a, a less—I don't know—less energy. It seemed like I don't know if playing a college team kind of—it's harder, a lot harder to get up for that. Whereas, whereas you're playing your rival, even in a preseason game, you know you're, the energy is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, but I thought the first twenty to thirty minutes was a little slow going. It was. I think you could tell that a lot of the guys. We're still feeling each other out with how they how they play. Yeah, um, we know that obviously Jerome is new, mm-hmm. uh, old but new, and uh, yeah. Cordell Cato was you know just announced like we said late in the week. I don't know if he'd mm-hmm. been in camp all week or not. Uh, I don't know, but y- you could tell there was a little bit of feeling each other out. What mm-hmm. did you think about you know the first half, first thirty minutes? Um. Other than that, I don't remember much, which is, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, there was a lot of getting used to each other. There was um, maybe some awkwardness, I thought, with Dystra in goal. Uh, yeah, there were a couple nervy moments for sure. Yeah. I think with, uh, I think the defenders were not sure when he was coming off his line. Mm-hmm. And they were, everybody was still trying to feel that out, which yep. is really important. Understandable uh, though, yeah, because he he showed up probably this week as well. That yeah, that, that move was announced earlier in the week. Yep, but I think he, the, as the game progressed, he he got better. 
Um, but yeah, he still... made some really good saves. Yeah, it was his shot stopping was great. It mm-hmm. was the other stuff that was a little bit not worrisome, but it was, uh, I guess, less confident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, maybe not as vocal. I think he got more vocal as the game went on. Um, even though there, you could hear everything that was going on the pitch. Yeah, um, so including the best quiet. moment of the day when uh, Bilal Duckett was calling out somebody to go. I forget who it was. I think he was talking to Mataya Muape in the second half, and he said, "Yes, mm-hmm. he said left, left. Wait, sorry, right, right." Oh, I thought you were, there was a moment where uh, <laughs> where he. I think Muape maybe like kind of pushed somebody down. I didn't actually see it, but uh, Duckett yelled to him, "That's not a foul. That's was, okay. Don't, yeah. don't be. Ba- don't feel bad about that." That happened as well. So yeah. those were two funny moments. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, that's when you why can I love hear preseason everything. games like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but going back to being able to hear everything, that was one of the things that kept popping up. You heard Coach Jeffries talking about tempo. You heard Duckett saying, "Hey, tempo, tempo, tempo," because yeah. the ball. I noticed the ball was moving pretty slow in the first half, and I think part of that was we're still trying to figure out, you know, who's making that run, who's mm-hmm. coming checking for the ball, that kind of thing. I think yeah. they were all still trying to figure that out. Yeah. And um, Old Dominion was very defensive, um, which give them credit. They they held their own. Um, they definitely did. They didn't yeah. play like a college team that I've never heard of before um, and didn't have any recollection if they'd be good or not. Um, but they defended pretty well. It kind of reminded me of like a Richmond game from last year mm-hmm. um, of a team that didn't have much attacking ability but defended pretty stoutly. Um, their goalkeeper was pretty good, and I'll give him credit. Yeah, we had some, we had a few chances. Yeah. Um, I, pretty much every shot in the first half was just a slow roller, though. Mm-hmm. Really, really easy. I think yeah. nobody really ever got behind one good. I don't think so. Um, not as not as much in the, in the second half. Um, there yeah, was, uh, they brought the fire in the second half. There was half, some rocket fuel sure. in the second half. Um, so. But there was a decent bit of, if I remember right, crosses, some some aerial threats um, that just nobody was I there thought, on. I thought the buildup in the final third was pretty solid. They were creating chances, mm-hmm. uh, shots on goal. They just weren't very good shots, if that makes sense. They were getting into pretty yeah. good positions. They just weren't executing the shots Pre-season very well. shots, I would, yeah. I would think. So it, it wasn't like, I don't think we have anything to be worried about. It was just a little, it I just took them so. a while to get going. Yeah. Um, especially, I thought Cato and Johnson were having a little bit of trouble on the right, figuring out who was gonna go forward when. I think it was okay. it was it was there were times where Joel Johnson would be the highest man, you know, for a, a long period of time. Okay. And, and and I think Coach Jeffries I noticed was was ha- having to yell at Cato to make that run in behind. Gotcha. Um, I think I think they want him to be pushing forward more than Joel. Yeah. Uh, but I think that would be safe in a But that's expected, you know, a yeah. brand new a brand new player coming in just kind of feeling out his role. Um, but at halftime they made two changes. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe K Vosser or Kai Vosser. I'm not sure. I haven't gotten the pronunciation guide yeah. yet. Uh, but K Vosser came in for Jake Arman. Mm-hmm. Um and then I believe did he co- he he started playing on the left right, Airman yeah Airman yeah. was on the left which I don't want to not talk about him because yeah, I think okay. he did really good I thought yeah I was um, impressed with him as well he was a little indecisive on some passes and some runs that players were making um, there was a couple opportunities where he could have given a really good through ball or or he misread the run that Herrera did I, th- I want to say that was in the first half that that happened yeah that but did. he complimented what Alex brings to the 
the field pretty well. Uh, maybe not as much dribbling ability, but he's very quick. Um, him and, like you said, with Cordell and uh, Johnson, him being Airman and uh, Donnie were really good in tandem. They were. They were moving back and forth, mm-hmm. um, and they, their runs were really well done. I'll, uh, so I, I, he, was, he was maybe the most indecisive player on the pitch. Not to say that that's a bad thing, even though it is. But he was very, he was very, he impressed me, honestly. Um, I was a little confused that it wasn't Mwape, but I think he's more of a right-sided uh, midfielder distinctly um, than a left-sided. We've only seen him play a few minutes on the left, so okay. I think it's fair to say he's going to play more on the right yeah. this season. Um, Which that was the other substitute going into the, yep. the second half. Mwape yeah. came in for Cordell Cato yep. and uh, Vosser came in. So we switched out the two wings. And I thought immediately uh, Mutaya Mwape brought straight energy. He yeah. he just got on the ball and just he went at the the uh, the left back yep. for Old Dominion just relentlessly. He mm-hmm. would just take him on one on one almost every time he got the ball. Yep. And I freaking love that. He was he was just really fun, and he's gonna yeah. be because he's not gonna start over a, a Cordell Cato very consistently. Probably just, not. You're probably right. Not. Um, but him coming off the bench yeah. after Joel Johnson running at defenders all game. Mm-hmm. And Cato as well. And once Cato. He, once they get that Cato, going. Had, Cato had some pace. I liked Cato a yeah. good bit. He was, like you said, on those runs, maybe not the best. He had, he I think they're just working out their the chemistry, ball. like when, yeah. to, when to run. Not a not a yeah unfixable situation. But he was really good on the ball. Mwape is going to be really good coming off the bench if he has to. He's going to be a very good, which we, we're going to talk about this a little more later. We didn't have that last year at all, really. Yeah, the we, only yeah. player we ever really brought on that was much of a threat was, um, oh, man. Jaime Siaj? Yeah, Jaime, yeah, yeah, Jaime yeah. Siaj. And we didn't see much of him until maybe halfway through the season. Yeah. I think, uh, and I think that it, it might be a similar situation with uh, Mutai Mwape and Jake Ehrman. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Jeffries tries to bring rookies along fairly slowly. I think Callum Ross was really the exception last year, but Good I point. think the younger players tend to just they get a few minutes here in the first part of the season, yeah. and then a little bit more, and then a little bit more until by the end of the season, you know, that's when they're really getting their full rotational minutes. But you know, like I said, depth is. We don't have a lot of players right now. So we've got, I think we've got 20, 19 or 20. I think I think right. Jerome will make 20. Sure. Um, and four of those are loans and could go back to Colorado at a moment's notice. Anytime. I was really hoping um, in that press release that it was going to be more something more definitive than whenever they want to. But Well, that's um, that's just the rule. Yeah. It's it's uh it stinks for us sometimes, but like uh, like we talked about with, with the Rapids Rabbi, I think they wouldn't send them to Charlotte if they didn't think they would be here for 10 to 15 games at least. Yeah. And I think after watching, uh, they've signed a ton of, or Colorado has signed a ton of strikers, it seems like, in the yeah. offseason. Um, and, and there's rumors that they're going to bring in one more. Oh, for, yeah, yeah. I think so I, I, think, yeah. I think it's safe to say Calvert will probably be here for a while, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Because he, um, he looked pretty good up top. Yeah. He, I think I, I, one thing I noticed is that we played a little bit different style, especially starting off that second half. 
We were a bit more direct than oh, yeah. we have been. We didn't in the first half we were trying to play the perfect pass, really, mm-hmm. and and try to like you know pass it into the goal, make it real pretty. Yep. Whereas in the second half, uh, we started to get cro- get more crosses in, get more shots off, that kind of thing. Yep, um, much more decisive, which right. is really different because I can't really think of a game last year. There may be some I'm forgetting about. But I can't really think of a game last year, and it is preseason, so kind of whatever, but um, where we had a better second half than a first half. And the second half of this game was so much better. It was. Um, it was so, so good. So, so, so much better, um, which was really encouraging. Um, Vosser on the left, I thought. He wasn't there very long. I was about to say. I want to say he was there 10 He minutes, was only there 10 maybe. or 15 minutes. Because um, I but think he wasn't it, bad, considering that's yeah. really, I don't believe at all his natural position in any way shape or form well transfer market has him i believe as an outside back so transfer market says his position is left back okay but then he can also play right back and left midfield okay so but as we saw in that release um from coach jeffrey's quote it sounds like they're going to play him more centrally Mm -hmm. which they did as we're we're alluding to you know maybe the 55th, 60th minute, somewhere in yep. there, uh, two more subs came on. Alex Martinez came in for Greg Jordan, which yep. pushed Vosser to the central midfield, mm-hmm. and then Alex played his normal position of left midfield. Yep. And then uh, Ricardo Perez came in for Jorge Herrera. Was that at the same time? Okay. Uh, yep. Somebody thought that was that was staggered there. Yeah. And um, then yeah. Okay. Not a not but a few minutes later is when we scored the first goal. Um, yeah, Donny Smith hit. A really nice, I can't remember if it was on the volley or half volley, mm-hmm. uh, really nice, just rocketed into the back of the yep. net. It was from a recycled corner kick, you know. Was that but, in that cluster when there was like three to five corners back to back? Yes, it was. Okay. Yeah. So Donnie has, looked like was taking the corners on that side of the field at least. Okay. I don't remember if he was taking them on the left as well. Um, but when, they were on, when the corners were on the right side of the field, he yep. was coming over from left back and taking... So they would be, I guess, in swinging. Yeah. Um, and so he was over there on that other side as the ball got recycled and it got put back in. And I think I think it was Duckett maybe headed it back to the back post. And he was there and just, just a really smashed good it. On yeah, he just smashed it. Which was it was in great. contrast to the first half where yeah. it was more – Yeah. But it was very direct. It was a very good goal. Um, it was incredibly encouraging. Um, and the second goal was not too far off from that, if I'm not mistaken. No, I have it yeah. down – and these are estimates because I was taking notes on my phone like as the game was going. So I put yeah. down 72nd minute maybe for the right. second goal. I and then the 65th was about the time of the first goal. Yeah. Uh, so about five to ten minutes later was uh, – the it came about off of like a quick turnover. I don't remember who – somebody picked off a pass mm-hmm. like in our final third and put it to Caleb Calvert's feet you yeah. know, right around the 18. And he hit as hard as Donnie hit his shot. I think Caleb yeah. hit his twice as hard. I was very reminiscent of the goal he scored against Louisville. Yeah, I, I think he hit Different it. Different scenario. He hit it even harder. You think? Yeah. Okay. It was. I mean, he absolutely smashed it. Yeah. Um, it was like a knuckleballer too. It's. It had so much. It had a bunch yeah. of swerve. It was Felt like bad for the goalkeeper. Because when I when he first hit it, I thought he it was going to the left top left corner, and he hit it, and it did that. You know, that like, kind of reverse spin where it, I guess he hit it with a little bit outside of his foot. Yeah. And it did that swerve to the right, and the goalkeeper was totally worthless. I mean, he had yeah. no 
chance. It was uh, it was really nice, and we were in the perfect spot to see yeah. it. Like the way it lined up, that he he moved in a direction, so it was a perfect line for us to see the shot and it curving. Um, and kudos to James for getting the replay. That was nice as well. Yeah, um, perfect lined up shot as well. Um, but yeah, that was really encouraging. Um, I thought so too. I thought that was kind goals. of the best. Those twenty minutes probably were the best they played the whole game. Mm-hmm. Uh, we I think we made a couple more subs. Well, I don't have any more subs on the list, so maybe not. We did make one other sub. We had Doom come in for. Uh, That's Johnson. right, Doom yeah. came in. I, I right think we back. did. I think we did make a few other subs. I just didn't write them down. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, yeah, Calvin Doom came in and played right back, which is super surprising. Because he's yeah. well over six foot tall, at least it looks like, and does not look like um, a, a right back at all. Um, but he played really well. I was surprised. Um, we, I mean, he's he's eighteen, so he's very very rough uh, around the edges, and he was kind of indecisive as a center back against the NCFC game. Yeah, I thought. I thought he was okay defending in that game. I thought where he struggled was when they gave him the ball true and, yeah. and we because when in our system you gotta if you're a center back you gotta be able to pass the ball pretty well yeah. and i think he struggled i think he struggled yeah. with that a little bit mm-hmm. and that's that's not an easy way to play especially for a young center back mm-hmm. you know who maybe hasn't played that style ever before yeah so i think that will that will come around yeah. um but it was it was nice to see that he can play outside back if yeah. necessary and he had pace Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was strong really too. Yeah, because they strong. there was one. He made at least one or two runs down that that right channel, and just was he wasn't like doing anything tricky, but nobody could get the ball off of him. No. He was just kind of running in a straight line, and they couldn't take it from him. So they were probably scared of him. That was nice. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like what Ekra does those runs too, where like true. he doesn't really do any tricks or anything, but no. they, like guys just bounce off of him. And, but he's more you know doing it in center of the field. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was it was cool. I can't think of any more subs. I think that I think that was I just think the those only were the one. only subs. Those are the only ones I recall. ODU obviously pulled a goal back towards the end. It was yeah. uh, a, a turnover in our own half, mm-hmm. led to a shot, and it was a really good save by Dykstra. But the ball, the rebound went right to an ODU player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was that weird moment where the ODU yeah the original I think the, the original goal. guy who took the first shot was down in the goal. He, like, flopped like a in, fish. It was and then very one of, strange. one of our guys, I forget who it was, was also down. I think they got tangled uh, up and both fell. I think that was the problem. I don't remember who it was. Uh, but it was, that was, was a, a funny moment. moment. Um, but kudos to them. They got a goal. Um, yeah, and to, I was fairly impressed with their their defending. I mean, I, mean I, yeah. I honestly expected us to put four or five goals on the board considering we had done that to Atlanta United. We had done that to Columbus. Yeah. Their reserve teams but, but still, still i mean yeah i i expected us to put more goals on the board but they they were pretty t- pretty stout yeah um and i think part of it was we we were a little sloppy in the first half but you know still give them credit mm-hmm. uh, they were up for it they you know they yeah. were taking it seriously which is good for us you know if they yeah. were just goofing off that wouldn't have helped us any no i think um, it was a good test it honestly. was it, considering yeah. the opponent going into it i felt really whatever um, but I felt super encouraged coming after. Yeah, the game. I thought they, I thought they tested us yeah. at times. Uh, even in the second half, they had put some dangerous attacks together mm-hmm. and forced and, and some Dystra tough made saves. Some good yeah. saves. He made, I want to say, like five saves on the day. Um, that sounds 
too much? That sounds right. I think maybe a couple of them were easy. I, th- I think two or yeah. three were like pretty solid, and then the other yeah. two were real, maybe real easy or something. But you know, we we weren't keeping track of stats or anything. No, Opta wasn't there. No. Um, but let's kind of move on. We've we went a little longer than I wanted to on the preseason game, but that's okay. It's all good information. Yeah. So hopefully, there's a lot of people listening who weren't there who will enjoy hearing about that. So uh, let's go over all these new signings. Some of them we've talked yeah. about already. Uh, but some of them we haven't. So since the last podcast, we have added how many players did you say it was, Ben? Did you say um, six or seven or eight or nine? Eight, not it's including uh, Meshach. Okay, so I think the day after we released our last episode, they announced Greg Jordan, mm-hmm. um, and we had seen him play in the in that game, but we didn't know who he was. Yeah, um, he came over from the NASL's uh, champion, Deltas. San Francisco Deltas, okay. right? Yep believe so yeah so he was in uh i noticed on his instagram he's like a plant-based diet guy is he and his whole instagram is like just pictures of his meals and stuff it's kind of cool wow it's not you know not not my choice but that's cool it's definitely interesting to i mean this is kind of a tangent but it's (laughs) it's definitely a cool to see an athlete uh do plant-based diet i know i think some of the guys on the team are uh pescatarian right I think is that maybe. the no fish thing? No, that's the only fish. That's the only, only meat. Fish. That's the only meat wow. is fish. Oh, I think okay. Some yeah, of the yeah, guys. I think okay. David Estrada got some of the guys on that last season. I don't know yeah. if they stuck with it. Um, but you know, that's just a side note. He played played well. I think he's going to be a solid pickup. He adds. He was really good. He adds depth. Um, uh, he can start. He can pl- come off the bench when we're you know leading by a goal and need to lock it down because mm-hmm. he's a little bit more defensive. Yeah, but he made some he, runs. That's he what was, really surprised me. In the first I, I was impressed with his tackling too, because he was taking the ball off of, you know, any time he went in for a tackle, he was winning it, mm-hmm. which and is nice because a lot of time, like, we didn't have that as much last year. No, I think um, he was very similar to the way that Callum played last year. I feel. Oh, um, Ross. I thought you said yeah. Calvin. I was like, who's Calvin? <laughs> Callum Ross. Okay, yeah, gotcha. I think he was I'm, very I'm not complimentary, but he was. He's a good replacement, if not a better replacement, considering he has that much more experience. Yeah, I think he he is a little bit different, whereas Ross, I feel like, was more of like a June, not clone, but like he's very similar. He's more of a deep-lying playmaker than a defensive midfielder, in my opinion. Okay. Uh, more like a, I don't know, like a Tony Cruz, Granite Xhaka type. I feel bad comparing Tony Cruz and Granite Xhaka because they're not nearly the same. But <laughs> that really. kind of like he's he's gonna play deep, but he's not gonna be super defensive. Yeah. Whereas Jordan is gonna be maybe be all not all over the place, but be more mobile. But he's he more like winning the ball, uh, not necessarily looking to play the final pass or no. take a lot of shots, but still be active in both thirds, you know, mm-hmm. of the field, or all three thirds of the he field. Felt, it looked like he felt very comfortable in our system, mm-hmm. which is not an easy task. He looks good next to midfield. next to Kivon. They had good yeah. chemistry. Kivon, he won balls in the air. He I like Kivon really a lot. really good tackles. Um, Kivon is, I don't know if I want to say this, but he may be a he may be an upgrade on, on Davidson, honestly. He might be an upgrade um, in fit, yeah. In fit, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, and it, that's one thing that really like resonated with me at the end of this preseason game. Sure, we won two one to a college team. We still won. That's all that really matters, I suppose. We didn't put six goals on the board, but <laughs> we, I, 
I dare say we don't have a weakness. Goalkeeper, goalkeeper, maybe not so much. Goalkeeper is a, is a work in progress with not having Brandon Miller um, at the current moment. But I dare say we don't have a weakness. We don't have a bad... There's not a, a situation where I'm looking at the roster and I'm like, oh my God, this guy is going to get the ball and he's going to be terrible. Or we have to worry about it. There's not a... I would agree with that. Okay. I would agree that we... Our roster is strong. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like 1 through 12, 1 through 13, 1 through 14 maybe. Yeah. Uh, I'm still concerned about where the goals will come from. Yeah. Like long term um you know say caleb calvert picks up an injury then then it's like okay that's that's what i'm worried about we can get back into that at the end Mm -hmm. because we are we were going to talk about some big picture roster stuff at the end but let's keep going on the new additions Mm -hmm. so we have added uh greg jordan and another midfielder Kay vosser which we talked about a little bit Mm -hmm. uh he's you know formerly left back right back left midfield guy He's Swiss. played, yeah, Swiss, Swiss. He's played in, let's see, he's played in at for FC Basel, Grasshopper Club, Fulham, uh, Zurich is was his most recent club, and then in between Fulham and Zurich, he was looks like he was maybe on loan at FC Sion. Sure. In the, is that the Swiss Super League? Maybe I can't tell. That logo, yeah, Switzerland. The Swiss Cheese League. So he's played in Switzerland basically his whole, most of his career, and with a few years at Fulham. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's played in, as we know, he's played in the UEFA Champions League, which yep. is very impressive. I think so. Um, and he he just seems like a quality guy who's versatile. Yeah, I that's think a that's a big thing. thing about him is he's versatile. Mm-hmm. He can be. You know, he can start next to Kevon George in midfield. He can make spot starts for Alex if needed on the left midfield. He can start at left back for Donnie if needed. He can start at right back for Joel if needed. Mm-hmm. Which, if you got a guy who can plug four positions yeah. and do them with any kind of quality, that's a, that's a really good pickup. And he seemed very confident in both of those positions that he played in. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked him a lot. I thought he was yeah. he was really active. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know, you know, we didn't see him. We only saw him for 45 minutes, so it's hard to say, you know, long-term where he's going to fit best because I think they might still be figuring that out. But based on everything in that press release, it seems like they want him to play in the middle, Yeah. Um, which is cool. We've got a lot of guys who can play in the middle, which is I'm excited about. It's mm-hmm. nice to have depth there. That's an important place to have depth. Yeah. Um, and quality depth of that, mm-hmm, yeah. Where it's not like last year, where we're like, where there's a kind of a drop off. Put in Spees, um, which yeah. well, we wouldn't put Spees in the middle. I know that. True, that's that's a fair point. But there was a lot of like a drop off where we were like, maybe we don't want to do a sub, even though somebody's tired, even though you obviously don't want to do that. But moving on, um, we've obviously talked about Moape. Uh, Mataya Mwape. Yeah, but he wasn't. He wasn't technically signed after the last podcast, so yep. you know he's he's here. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a trialist last we talked. Um, now he's a full member of the squad, and I think will be an important member of the squad. I think so. I'm really. We're big fans of, of Mataya, and so is Gary. There. Gary's a big fan. Yes, and I think uh, I think Copper Bullet is his nickname. <laughs> 
I'll have to Google that one because I don't I don't understand that. Uh, I don't really either. They will ask him. About I like it, it though. Um, um, but Jake Airman. Jake Airman. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. another one who maybe flew under the radar, but I think he looked like you said he looked really uh, talented. Yeah. Maybe a little raw, but he was quick, had good physical ability, and I think uh, I think working with some of our players will help with his technical ability. Yeah. Um, and he'll get more comfortable, obviously with his teammates and all that as, as time goes on. But he was another guy that was like, oh, I, yeah. I'm, I'm glad we picked him up. He's oh, yeah. a talented guy. Looks like he can be come in and play on the left wing, you know, and, he was and do a job. All, like a fullback as well. I think I, they did say he can play, he can drop back. Um, and we did see him play left back in the, in the, the NCFC friendly mm. for like the last 20 or 30 minutes maybe. He, played, he was playing left back. Do you think this is a really random tangent, and I just want to mention Lewis Hilton, obviously? <laughs> Do you think he reminded you of Lewis Hilton at all? Because he kind of did. Now that I think about it, his quickness, his passing—I think he's quicker physically. He's quicker and faster than Lewis Hilton. You think? I think so. Really? Um, okay. He they, he plays a totally different position, but I can see where you would get the comparison with maybe his tenacity, like. I think he has a good he person, has yeah. a good engine because he was up and down mm-hmm. a lot. He never looked, he looked like he got tired or anything. Um, so I can I can kind of see that. Okay. Um, but not like too much, if that makes sense. Only a little bit. Yeah. So moving on, of course. Unless now we've just... got our Colorado contingent. I think yes. that's everybody. I mean, we've already talked about Meshach Jerome, who I assume mm-hmm. will There's be announced guy. this week. Cordell who have we Cato. added? Oh, that's right. We, well, we talked about him already too. So. Yeah. Cordell Cato was added. Uh, his previous club was San Jose Earthquakes, right? Mm-hmm. But he's played at several MLS teams, um, I yeah. think. I want to say they said 100 Vancouver, MLS games. maybe. I don't remember. Or Montreal, maybe. I don't know. Some Was it Toronto? Some Canadian, it was, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, he's played a lot of MLS minutes. Um, yeah. But also play, has played for the Trinidadian Trinidad and Tobago national team. Yes. He along with Kevon George. Uh, in 2015. Okay. At the Bank of America Stadium. Awesome. Yeah. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I saw that thanks to uh, QCFC. Ooh, hat tip. Yes. Way to go, Ashley. Tipping my hat that I didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, he looked. I think uh, we don't have too much else to say about. Yeah, him. he's one but that he was good. He's I'll versatile res- as well. We can reserve judgment on. I'm sure he'll be a really quality player. I just we had, he wasn't there, probably enough time to build a lot of chemistry, um, which is fine. I think that'll come. Yeah. Because he's, I mean, the talent is obviously there. You don't hang around he showed and really good you promise. don't play that many games in MLS and without a lot of talent. Um, so I, I'm excited to see him play. I think uh, he's a lot different player than David Estrada. Very different. So I would think. So. I think we'll be a lot more, like like we talked about. I think we'll be a little bit more direct with a guy like him on the wing. We uh, hear he can get down the line and put a cross in or take somebody on one on one, similar to Mwape. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm I'm really excited about the prospect of that, mm-hmm. especially when you c- combine him and Joel Johnson. That's going to be a terrifying combo for any left back in the league. Yeah, uh, it's it's going to be really interesting how fitness comes into play on the teams we're going to play against. I will say because I'll say Otto this: our fit. our fitness level has been really good in the yeah. preseason games. I would think so. I know it's going to ramp up a bit uh, in the. Regular season, the level will be higher. More energy will be expounded and stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I was really impressed with our fitness in both games. Mm-hmm. They were, you know, everybody on our team was 
seemed like they were ready to run for 90 minutes. Absolutely. So, um, which is awesome because you don't always not you know not everybody's like that. Not everybody comes to camp ready to play like that. Especially when you're bringing in later arrivals like we have. Yeah. Um, there's always the worry of is he fit? Is he not? Mm-hmm. Um, that type of thing. Um, so now we've got the, our Colorado Colorado consists. Con- yeah, I'm gonna let you say that contingent. Now. Contingent. Yeah. So we got four guys on loan from the Rapids. Obviously, Caleb Calvert, we know. Yeah. Uh, and then we've had Sam Vines has been with the team previously. But that he's did. somebody I'm really excited about. He played in the preseason game. He did. He did. Oh, complete, that's right. Yeah. He, he came did. in he at did left play back. Like totally for, he played like him. the last 10 minutes. He was good, too. Yeah. He didn't look like a 18-year-old, 17-year-old. He's 18, I think. He's 18. He didn't look like a very young person playing soccer. Yeah, I'm excited about him though because he's yeah. somebody, you know, if he, if he fulfills his potential, I think he's somebody that could eventually play for the, you know, the national team. The next Hairston maybe? Mm, he might be better than like I mean he's 18 years old and already yeah. playing professionally. That's no offense point. to Marlon Hairston, but he's already on track to surpass Marlon Hairston. The trajectory is, is right. important. Um and he's he's already been in the youth national team setup. Mm-hmm. Most recently, uh, he was called into that uh, youth summit. I forget what they – like January youth summit that went on. It was like from U14 all the way through U23, I think, or U20 or something. He played He played up a level. He played oh, wow. for the U20 U.S. team I'm learning in that camp. I but learned he was about good. And, yeah. Uh, I think he'll be a good – I don't know that he'll get a lot of minutes. I don't think. I don't think there's a he lot of competition at left back. Yeah, um, I think it's more of a learn from. I think our versatile players. Um, I think some of that. I think it's like here's a here's what it's like to be a professional soccer player. Yep. Um, and then maybe if you earn minutes, then great. But if not, you're still going to learn a lot. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm excited about having him. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Ricardo Perez. Yeah. Who is probably going to be our backup attacking midfielder, which I'm excited about. I was worried about that position because uh-huh. Jorge Herrera is ageless, but at some point the ageless doesn't, you know, last yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. So I, I was a little worried about that we had no backup for him. So I'm glad yeah. we got him. I was a little I think, worried they were going to have to have Ekra play out of position there yeah. and be a backup again. Yeah. Um, Perez looked good too. He had a lot of he good didn't, runs. He didn't have a lot of minutes, so it's hard no. to say. But I think he's got a lot of talent yeah. based on and what the, we've heard about him. The college highlight realized. Yeah, you him, did see that. He looked really good. Mm-hmm. There was, I don't know how long the video was, but there was of the five or six goals that were he was involved in, two or three of them were out from outside the box, and he just rocketed it, destroyed the ball into the back of the net. But he, he looks very quick, which is going to be really good uh, on our team. Um, he was creative too. Yeah. It's nice to have another creative player out there mm-hmm. who is, you know, maybe going to do something unexpected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but maybe I, do a back heel pass. Yeah, I'm excited um, about him. Yeah, and then finally Andrew Dykstra, who comes to Charlotte with a lot of experience, a lot of USL experience. Play, he's played in Charleston. He's played for Swope Park, I believe, um, and, and I think he's played a little bit in MLS as well. I think he's. He's the oldest. He was oldest. The one that just recently got from. Yeah, he was traded okay. like maybe a month ago from Kansas City to Colorado. Okay. Uh, but he's, I, I presume he's filling in for Brandon Miller mm-hmm. until Brandon Miller gets healthy. And then maybe he'll push Brandon Miller for minutes. I don't know. Yeah. 
I think um, it'll be good to have a competition. Yeah, like it'll that. be nice. It'll be good to have a competition. That's right. And that's that's good for a lot of these positions. I think there's competition almost at every position. That's that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. it's really nice to say, like, you know, hey, if Cato struggles for a little while, with, has a bad run of form, we can stick Moape on there mm-hmm. in the starting lineup, and there probably won't be much of a drop-off. Yeah. Or, you know, especially with those midfield – with those – Midfielders, you got Greg Jordan, Jan Ekra, Kay Vosser. Those are three guys who could easily start, mm-hmm. but obviously they're not all going to start at once. So it's great that they're going to be pushing each other. They're going to yeah. be, uh, you know, fighting for minutes every day. They're going to get better. They're going to make yeah. our team better. It's. I don't think we've had this much of a depth, and even though we brought a, possibly a lot of these guys could have been there longer than we know, but. It feels like we may have brought this roster in late, um, and there's a lot of consistency of, oh, Charlotte's lost Enzo. They're going to take a step back. I feel really good about this team. Um, I don't really know where the goals are going to come from, but I feel like I was thinking about this the other day. I've been driving a lot, so I think a lot. <laughs> um, I think we're going to be more deadly. Offensively, or just as a, we're just going to be a better team overall? Better team overall, I think. Yeah. I think but, we'll be. I think we're going to take a step back on the offensive side of the ball, but I think we have strengthened our midfield and we have strengthened our back line. Mm-hmm. So I think we're. I think we may. I think it's hard to say that we're going to be as good as we have been the last couple years because it's been such a roller coaster the last yeah. couple years. There's still a lot. I think to, this year is going to be more consistent. I don't I, think yeah, we're going to be going on mm-hmm. losing streaks and winning streaks and losing streaks and winning streaks. I think we'll be more just we'll we'll be more consistent. I think we'll be I don't think we're going to be a top 4 team in the East. I think some some of these so money some of these like big money six. teams I think have outspent us by a lot. And oh, I think it's yeah. hard with as much money as coming into this league and we just now got a new owner mm-hmm. and obviously he's made some investments already like oh, some of the quality obviously is, yeah. i mean you think about it based on i, I don't want to speculate too much but I'm, I'm assuming the reason why we brought back a lot of guys from 16 going into 17 was simply based on financials yeah could we could didn't have bring been. in very many people at all um, and we brought in a lot of really talented players that have experience um, and there's so much more depth going into the season, I feel like, now. Yeah. Um, the, really, the only major positions we don't have a, an extreme amount of depth in is going to be behind Calvary. Center forward, yeah. Center forward, uh, which there may be we, – I mean, I hope there's going to be a couple more additions. Yeah. Because I, I think we're at only at like 20 – I, I kind of forgot about Schindler. I would think um, he didn't make it yeah, at this it point. Seem like he may, yeah, <laughs> if he, I, I if he didn't Schindler. appear in, la- in this last game, I would think we cut yeah, him. probably. Um, Poor guy. Um, <laughs> he looked pretty good, but probably don't have to worry about him anymore. Um, but yeah, uh, and the the fullbacks I think are pretty much locked. Like Johnson, if they're healthy, I think Johnson and and excuse me, I almost called him Don. Uh, Donson. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I almost <laughs> called him like Donson or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should call him Donson as the two as the pair. Yes, Donson. Yeah, I like. There, but I, you know, there's. Jason tweeted yesterday that we have the best outside peri- outside back parry in the league, and I've I've been saying that for ever since we signed Donnie and Joel. Like, and Joel came back from Colorado. Like, 
And Donnie that, made like I, a I don't really, think that's really quick run, 70th, 80th <laughs> minute. They're, they're, it's going to be really interesting to see how fitness comes into play uh, with our opponents. You think we'll just wear teams down maybe? I would I love really that. I really feel like we will because we have speed all over the place. Um, I feel like we'll have Calvert for the better part of the season. Mm-hmm. Um I think for us to – I don't necessarily think we're going to get as many goals as we did last year. But I don't think we're going to need to is the biggest I think, difference. I think that's been um, the key – I think that's been a theme in the offseason has been strengthening the back line and strengthening the midfield to be mm-hmm. better defensively. Because yeah. we weren't – we were not very good defensively last season. No. A lot of that was because we, we just didn't have a consistent lineup. No. And the back four, the back four was constantly changing. Mm-hmm. Um, Injuries, suspensions. Yeah, um, and lone players coming in, lone players going out. Yeah, all kinds of things. I think if we can keep it consistent, and I think there will be some rotation. I think we're, de- I think we're gonna, you know, we didn't sign Jung Soo Lee to sit the bench for thirty five so. games. Um, I think we're gonna we're see gonna a lot, a World, World Cup, Cup player coming off the bench, or maybe even starting in place yeah. of Meshach Jerome. Like. That's, I think they're going to fight for minutes as well. That's another, you know, uh, pair that thing. we yeah another position that we didn't yeah. talk about when we we're talking about depth and competition. Um, I think they'll push. I think they're all going to push each other. Those three, and then Calvin. I think will maybe get a game here and there. Maybe, maybe an open cup uh, competition. We'll see him. Uh, we'll, that's another yeah. thing to think about. You know, rotation. I think. At times last season we could have used a little more rotation, but maybe we just didn't have the depth. I think this year there's really no excuse to not rotate. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got it's gonna be really assuming important. assuming guys stay healthy, but that you know guys are gonna get injured. Hopefully nothing serious. Yeah. Um, but I think we're more, much more equipped to deal with it this season than last season. Mm-hmm. And I think if we end up having a situation towards the end of the season where Enzo and Herrera are maybe. Herrera was coming Wait. off some injuries, and, and Enzo was maybe not as... Oh, you're talking about last season? Yeah, the okay. end of last season. Sorry. Her- I was like, wait, Enzo's not on the team. Well, <laughs> uh, let me make my point. <laughs> Sorry. Um, where Enzo wasn't necessarily informed towards the end of the season, kind of looked like he was getting frustrated, to be honest with you, because he couldn't, he wasn't putting the butthole in the back of the net. Yeah. And Herrera was coming off some injuries here and there. He was. Which yep. were our two major... Our two leading Herrera scorers. Herrera had 12, I mean, if they I'm were not two mistaken. Of, they were two of the top... Five or ten strikers in yeah. the league. I mean, our goal scorers. Not Enzo strikers. had seventeen, and I believe Herrera had twelve. Yeah. So that's twenty-nine of I believe fifty-three goals we had. That's a lot of distribution. Yeah, I did the math yeah. the other day. We lost like it was like seventy-something percent of our goals Oof. have been. But I think it's going to be more distributed elsewhere. too. Yeah, uh, that, I think we'll see goals from Donnie. I think Johnson may put some goals in the back of the net. Johnson, I don't think, has ever officially scored for the Independence. I'm pretty sure so, he's not. Because the one time he maybe scored was that, I think it was against Toronto, and they ended up giving it as an own goal. Because they couldn't decide if Estrada got a flick to it or not, and then it went so for some reason went down as an own goal. Yeah, I remember that. I don't uh, think he has a goal either, yeah. even though he's had some, a decent bit of a tenure here. Yeah. But I, I think there's going to be a, more of a distribution. I think it's going to have to. Um, I think... I think there's going to be a lot of versatility and players shifting their positions, which is really what we wanted from last year, but I don't think we had enough consistency and we didn't have enough um, quality players to do it. Yeah. Because, like, for instance, David Spees 
didn't look bad, but it didn't look like he could play the position well enough in Jeffrey's system to be an excellent player. Like a full-time starter. Like, there yeah. was a drop-off. Well, there was a drop-off between... Where it was a distinct... Because there was a lot of times where he just was not very decisive, it felt like. Uh-huh. He didn't know necessarily what he needed to do. And we have so much more experience in the players that we have. And even in the one major preseason game where they've been together, they all looked like they knew what they were doing. The back line, too, that's another thing that I noticed, too, is even though Meshack just recently came to the team, he it felt like the back line was very strong. They, mm-hmm. they knew what they were doing. They're all helping each other. There was a couple moments where things kind of broke down, and maybe last year we saw some really poor defending and some things that didn't work out right, and then there was a goal scored, and things were adding up to each other and just being bad. They fixed themselves. Like, Duckett was very good today. Mm-hmm. Duckett and Meshack, I think, are going to be a very good pairing. Yeah. Um, Meshack made a lot of really good tackles. He made a lot of good kicks over the head. I don't know <laughs> what they call those. Um, Acrobatic clearances. Yes. Um, he's going to be a really good addition. I really feel good about this year. Yeah. I, um, I'm, I'm definitely very optimistic about things, but. I I'm feel, a little more cautiously optimistic, I think, than you yeah. are, because I think I think we could struggle to score goals at times, because I think we're really going to be relying on two guys to put the ball in the net. I think that's going to be Cal- Calvert and Herrera. Uh, I think Alex will probably be relied upon more to score goals than create them, whereas mm-hmm. in the past he's been more of a creator. Yeah. I think this year he's going to have so. to score more. If we can get, you know six to eight goals out of him i think that would be huge yeah i think because i think last year i think he had four or five so if just if he can just add you know two or three more goals and it looks like he's been playing more centrally when he's attacking he's definitely drifting ball. he definitely drifts more towards the center but he's kind of always done that you think uh, okay. drifted in from the left because i think he's right-footed i think he's always yeah, kind of drifted i would in agree with that to the middle um, um, but it's going to be really nice to have you know alex is fearless on the ball going at guys mm-hmm. one-on-one we're going to have Cato. He can do that. Joel Johnson could do that. Uh, Matai Mwafe off the bench can do that. That's a lot of guys who can just take take defenders on one-on-one and then either put a shot on goal, put a ball in the box, mm-hmm. cut and back. Herrera can clean it up like yeah. he did a lot last year. Yeah, so I'm, um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I liked, I liked what I saw out of Caleb Calvert a lot today. Mm-hmm. Um, he looked to get more and more he looked comfortable, very comfortable as the game came on. And he looked healthy. Mm-hmm. Finally. Yes. Last year, I don't think he was ever really healthy. No, I would um, agree with that. He, there was a little bit of a moment there where he pulled up uh, lame, and I think he just got stepped on because we were. I was like, oh, oh no, is that his yeah, ankle yeah, yeah. that he hurt last season? But I think it was terrible. he just because then he reached back at, at his heel and it, he got stepped on. So I think he'll be all right in the end. Um, I I think if we can get eight to ten goals out of him and you know maybe four or five assists, that'll be a really good season for him. Yeah. Anything more is going to be like incredible, and he might get called up to Colorado. So if he plays <laughs> more than half the season, I think we'll get ten goals out of him. Yeah, I feel. Strongly. You think so? I think so. I I feel he's like... going to get a lot of service from the outside backs. I think so. Mm-hmm. If he can, you know, and put some balls in more headers, comfortable. Yeah, I think he's going to get more on those aerial crosses mm-hmm. the aerial passes well um, already in that game our crossing was so much better than it was last year last year we were Herrera just almost got one and just aimlessly crossed the ball for no reason yep. whereas this year or you know in that game sorry not this yeah. year but in that game it was a lot more aiming at a target 
Yep. It wasn't just crossing the ball into the box and hope somebody gets on the end of it. Yeah. It was like, oh, Calvert's making a run. Yep. Uh, Herrera's making a run. Somebody's making a run in the box. I'm going to give them the ball, that kind of thing. Yep. So if you know if we could get eight to ten goals out of Calvert Herrera and you know maybe Alex Do you Martinez going to get the the top spot for uh, was it fourteen is that what the the mark is no it's more than that sixteen I think it's sixteen okay Th- sixteen would be a tough ask we do have an extra game he had twelve last year he had eight in a month <laughs> but eight of those were in one month I think it's safe to say he's not going to have another month like July where he had eight goals and like two assists. Like that was insane. That was like he did yeah. like a season's worth of production in one if month. If he wouldn't have got player of the month that month, that would, we should have, have been marched rage. to Tampa. Yeah. Well, I don't think he even won. The, side note, I don't think he won the fan vote, but luckily no, everything's somehow he weighted. Didn't. I think it's because Cincinnati or yeah, somebody. Yeah, stupid people have lots and lots of lots of fans who have yeah. nothing better to do than Cincinnati not fans. vote for the right person. Well, I don't have any problem with you people, actually. Um... um but I think if we can get eight to ten goals from those three guys, we'll be in good shape. Yeah. If we don't, that's when we're going to run into problems. Because I think if we, because that's you know that's like thirty goals right there from three players. If we get thirty goals from three players. That's incredible. Like yeah, production. It's good. We, we just got to get a few here and there from everybody. I feel else. like we're going to need one more striker signing of modest um, quality, like higher quality than Casey Townsend, but not high enough to like push Caleb Calvert to the bench because then Colorado probably will just take him back. <laughs> well, will they though? Because they, they've got have, so much that's depth. True. That's, that's true. That's the other thing that I feel like we'll have him for a very large portion of the season. Yeah. Um, they, I feel pretty strongly Especially that with their uh, rookie guy scoring yep. in his debut. MLS Thanks, Nicky Jackson. Nicky Jackson, yeah. Um, but yeah. like I said, I think that's my only concern is scoring goals because I think defensively we're really solid. Yeah, midfield we're even more solid than defensively. I think. I think our midfield is going to be incredible. I. Um, it's going to be got, really We've difficult. got four starting caliber midfielders for two to three spots. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's really good. If you want to throw, if you want to include Herrera as a midfielder, then you've got five guys for three spots yeah. that are like have, really really good. The other thing I was thinking of too is compared to last season, we have a lot more. I think I said this like seven times. Now that I think about it. Um, we have a lot of consistent experience. There's not positions where we have some, some youth in or, which isn't bad. It's not a bad thing. Or where we have youth. We also have experience is what you're, I think that's what you're trying to say. Like Mm -hmm. we're not just relying on a 21 year old fresh out of college to have to play, you know, 1500 minutes Mm -hmm. right off the bat. Like we've got guys who can shepherd them along. So, I'm excited. Do you want to talk about um, maybe where we expect to finish? Because I think last season everybody said the expectation was home playoff game, home playoff game, home playoff game, and we Originally, were like so close. Really, I think going into the season, it was not. See, I remember at least me and Chris talking about, and I thought you were talking about it too. Like, and this was maybe not before the season. This was maybe after the first few games. It was like, you know, they brought back so many players. It, in order to get a home playoff game, that seemed like the goal the whole yeah. season, and then they fell just short. I, I, it would have been the goal, but as far as go- – I was thinking about this too today, uh, over the weekend, and I think the expectation for the 
fans at this? I don't know. I'm going to speak for myself. I think the expectations right now are a lot higher, and we have a lot better of a team this year than last year. Granted, the East you has think, gotten a lot better. You think the expectations are higher? Consider it. See, I agree with you that we have a better overall team, maybe. Going into the, the beginning, the first game of last year, I felt like there was a lot of question marks. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of who's going to do this, who's going to do that, who are these players, how are they going to fit in the system. I don't think we have that much this year. There is oh, some of it. Man, I feel totally different. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think if you look around the league, the Eastern Conference and the Western Conference to a much lesser extent. I mean, by adding St. Louis, the Western Conference strengthened by, yeah. overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm really glad we don't have to face them this year because they looked like they added a lot of really good pieces. Um, and they were all, they were pretty solid last year when they weren't uh, like going through that crazy goal drought. Mm-hmm. Um you know, Oklahoma City added a couple. You know, added a couple of our guys. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really follow the Western Conference because I, I thought they you. might as well not exist. So all I know is Phoenix spent a lot of money. Um, yeah. yeah, that's all I really know. But um. the Eastern Conference added three teams, or just just two. Atlanta. No, four teams. We had Atlanta, added Indy, Indy NCFC. eleven, NCFC, Atlanta, and Nashville. I forgot about Nashville. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. That's. Four teams. Atlanta, I don't think will be anywhere close to those the caliber of those three teams. I don't think so. And and to a, and it and this is not to be a rivalry statement, but I don't think NCFC is on the same level as Indy Eleven and uh, um, excuse me, I can't think of the other team now. Nashville, sorry. Nashville. Yeah, I don't I, think so either. I, I think Nashville is very quietly going to be one of the best four teams in the East because nobody's really talking about them because I think every a lot of their Attention is coming from the MLS side because mm-hmm. they were given that expansion franchise. They don't know if they're starting in next season or the following season. Yeah. So a lot of the attention has been on that and not so much their USL team. Yep. But they've added a lot of really quality guys. Rapapa Mensa, MLS talent. Uh, Alan Wynn decided to sign with them rather than sign with Colorado Rapids. Yeah. Like that, that says something. You yeah. Know, that says something about what they're putting together there in Nashville. I'm curious to see if the expectations that they've they're gonna have having the MLS I think, bid is gonna is gonna hurt them or help them. I think they're gonna have a ton of fans. They're gonna they're gonna be selling out or you know as much as you can sell out a baseball stadium. They, they can always kind of take away and or not take away. They can kind of add seats. Yeah. A little bit. Um, I think they're gonna have a lot of fans. There's gonna be a ton of excitement around the club. Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to be maybe not um, at first. I think they might do kind of a New York Red Bulls too, where they are kind of up and down to start the year while they feel out the league and feel out mm-hmm. everything. But I think towards the end of the season, they're going to be really dangerous. It's going to be interesting. They play Louisville first, if I'm not mistaken. That's another in thing. Louisville. I don't think Louisville's going to make the top four either. No. Uh, but the, we, we don't have to go team by team. But I think yeah. Indy 11 looks really strong. Tampa mm-hmm. looks incredible. If Tampa doesn't uh, win the East, I will be – Amazed. Yeah. Quite I, frankly, I, I, I think, think they could I think run Tampa, away with it like Charleston, but if they went on the road. Charleston. Like they like Charleston did originally. Oh, like Charleston like to was start running the away year. with it. Well, um, then Louisville kind of ran away with it. Yeah. I don't like Louisville, though. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I think Tampa is the team to beat. I think yeah. Cincinnati is up there as well. Cincinnati's going to kind of. 
force uh, struggle with that Nashville thing. I think because they've basically changed over everybody. Yeah, um, that's. I don't want to go into it too much, but I, I'm not sold on Cincinnati. I'm not like saying I think they're going to win the league. I just think on paper, and with the amount of money that they've spent, yeah, they should compete for the title. If they're not in the top four. They should, they should finish top four. They absolutely yeah. should. If they don't, their fans, not, their fans are going to be US, pissed yeah. if they don't finish top four. I, I mean, their mad. fans were pissed when they lost in the preseason the other day. Pretty so, really, yeah. Cincinnati fans get really angry. Yeah, which is, I mean, they're a little, they're, they're special. They're different. They're, uh, yeah. Um, they like their chili up there. Yeah. But I think those are the two clear teams to beat. Louisville's always tough, especially with that stadium. I don't think they're as talented as Tampa, Cincy, or even Nashville, or Indy 11 either. I think all four of those teams have more talent than Louisville. I think the but I, do, but I think the X factor is the field, too. They, like, they have a great home field advantage. Um, yeah. Because they, they know, I mean, I don't know, they know the bounces, they know how to play on it more so than all their opponents. That's valid. Um, I think they'll still be in the top I don't. Four. I'm not saying they're a bad team by any means. No, I, I, I just mean they didn't. I don't know. They didn't go out and spend money upgrade. like they usually do. That's valid. And they lost Mark Anthony K to LAFC. They did just make a signing uh, that one of our buddies said is a really good signing. Yeah, I'd never heard of the guy, so Francis. I'm taking taking his word for it. Uh, it's a fullback, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Left but, back, I think. You know, Louisville is always going to be tough. Yeah, I think. I think realistically, Charlotte is aiming for playoffs. I, I think the East has gotten so strong. I think if we make the playoffs in any position, I think we should be happy. Absolutely. I'm not saying yeah. because I'm not saying that because I think we haven't gotten better. I think we have. I just think we lost Enzo Martinez. We lost our best player. We lost one of the best players in the league. Yeah. He's irreplaceable. If you put Enzo on this current roster, I say Charlotte is up there with Cincy, Tampa. Yeah. For for most talent on paper. Oh, very I, much so. I, I absolutely think that. Yeah. But Enzo's not here. I don't think Enzo's coming back. I wouldn't think so. I think there was kind of the hope that maybe, oh, maybe he's just going to be sitting the bench for Colorado and they're going to loan him back. I don't think that's the case. He start he started every game he's been on the since he signed his contract yeah. for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to rely on Jorge Herrera, Ricardo Perez, and maybe another person to, to fill that vo- that void that he left. Yep. And that's a that's going to be hard to replace. I think that factor is what's going to push us into that five and maybe even four. I'll say four through eight. Four is the ceiling for you. you I, think? I think fourth place, if everything goes right, and maybe somebody has a down year that we're expecting to have a good year. Yep. We get fourth place. I think I can agree with that too. There's a lot of. I think the bottom. Let's say ten are pretty locked. Or the 16 through 10 is pretty well locked for the teams there. Um, there can be some fluctuation. Um, for some reason, the USL had Ottawa as an Eastern Conference contender. I have no idea why. I think they'll be good this year. I think they'll be better than last year. Well, we year. talked about we talked with this uh, with we talked about this with Coach Jeffries yesterday mm-hmm. at Max. Yep. And he was saying, you know, Ottawa's going to play totally different this year than they did yeah. last year. He said they're going to play with the ball. They're going to try to attack. They're going to play similar to how we play. Um, sorry, Sadie's playing with her toys, as usual. Um, and and I think maybe they did add some talent that maybe flies under the radar. Yeah. But they were, like, what, 12th place last year or something? 
If that. So 13th maybe. we're talking about a team who finished 12th place last year who could threaten to not only get into the playoffs but maybe push for a top four spot. Like that's it seems like every team in the East you can say that about almost. If things I mean, go outside well for of a lot like of the outside of the bottom five or six, like you said, yeah. the East is really really strong. It's going to mm-hmm. be a bloodbath. It's going to yeah. be you know the 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 Western Conference will probably run away with the whatever they call the Shield. Oh, supporter shield. I don't, they don't. I don't think USL calls it the supporter shield, but yeah, the the overall title I think will go to somebody in the West because the East is just going to beat the crap out of each other. Yeah, there's really not going to be a uh, easily won game outside of Penn FC's and a question mark to put it easily. Toronto, Atlanta, Atlanta could be good. Um, Atlanta, I don't. I don't. I think Atlanta will have a lot of like youth talent. I don't think they'll have enough depth or talent you know on the back line you know I, that's the thing i think they'll have some superstar names and some guys who can play really really well i just don't think they're going to have the guys around them to support it yeah um because they're their first team I think it was expansion first yeah thing. first year i know they've got a really good academy uh but and i know we're going to see guys like andrew carlton probably and chris goslin some guys who are pushing for minutes with the with the A team or whatever you want to call them, um, but I, I just don't see them having enough depth together and enough talent. You know, one through eleven, um, like some of the other teams. But I think New York mm-hmm. Rebels is always pretty solid. Uh, it, it's just they're like a huge there's a lot of game. teams who can really push. So that's the only reason that I'm not saying we're guaranteed. Or, or we should be aiming for a top four. Mm-hmm. I think get into the playoffs and anything can happen yeah. type of mentality, especially this four year. Four to six is a good range of where we – I think so too. If the, I think if things on go – paper, four to six is where we need to be. If things go poorly, we could go eight to ten. And then if the, yeah. and then otherwise, I think, you know, seven, four through seven, four through six, like you said, mm-hmm. is really probably where we'll be. Yep. Um, so – that that's how I'll grade the team basically, um, but that's that's me personally. If you want to grade them harsher or or less, you can. So I think that pretty much wraps up everything uh, we're going to talk about on this episode. Mm-hmm. As we alluded to earlier, uh, we're going to be bringing you guys two episodes a week yep. uh, throughout the season. It's going to be a lot of work for us, but we're really excited to do it. Uh, each Friday morning, you're going to have a match day special podcast. It's going to be. Uh, most of the time, hopefully, it's going to feature a guest yes, that's who's an expert on our opponent. Uh, we haven't locked down a guest for this week. Yes. So, so if, you if you're listening, listening and you're an Ottawa expert, mm-hmm. uh, slide into our DMs uh, at Talking Jacks on Twitter, uh, Instagram. You can find us on Facebook or email us at talkingjacks at gmail.com. Yep. We'd love to get with you and try to put something out for Friday. If not, it's just going to be Ben and I talking about. Uh, the first game of the season, which is against Ottawa Fury next Saturday, or this coming Saturday when you're listening to it, yes. uh, March 17th at St. 7 p.m. St. Patrick's Day, but don't wear green. Wear blue. Wear blue. Definitely maybe wear, maybe wear like a green uh, socks or something, or like a pin. Yeah, I don't know. Green socks. I do have green socks. So that would it's going to be a fantastic day. It's gonna yeah. be, uh, I, I believe the weather is going to be in the 70s. That's what it looked like when I Hopefully the, the Sportsplex expansion won't mess with the oh, game day experience too like bad. Uh, well, shun that, Ben. It's not going to rain. It's going to be beautiful. As long as no one invites the lightning. <laughs> well, that's probably not till summer. We'll see. Yeah. 
But we are thrilled to uh, bring you that episode every week. Um, and hopefully it'll be enjoyable for you as well. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to do a little more deep dive stuff uh, during the Sunday episodes or Monday episodes. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, uh, Ben, do you have anything you'd like to add before we sign off? No. All I right. I'm super excited about the season. Um, I almost can't believe it's here. It feels like the the off season was really slow and really went really quickly. Did the, the off season time. feel really long, even though it's actually shorter than last year's off season? It it felt like once it ramped up, it was just full tilt. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited. My expectations are probably far higher than they should be. Um, no, that's good. Always set your expectations high. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. I like to lower my expectations, less disappointment in life. But that's just a, there you go. that's another podcast for another day. <laughs> so we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You can find yes. us on the internet. I'm going to repeat what I just said. Uh, we're at Talking Jacks on Twitter, at Talking Jacks on Instagram, Facebook.com slash Talking Jacks. Uh, TalkingJacks.com takes you to our SoundCloud page where you can listen to all of our episodes if you've ever missed one. Mm-hmm. And TalkingJacks at gmail.com. So thank you guys, and uh, we'll be having written coverage coming your way starting real soon uh, at soccerandsweettea.com slash independence. I think we'll take you to all the independence stories. Sure. Um, if not, you can just go to soccerandsweettea.com, and there's an independence tab that has all of our Very written work uh, along with some of our other guys, Chris Davis especially. Uh, so thank you for listening. Thank you for saying hey, and we'll see you guys Saturday. Come on, you jacks. Yeah.